A quick reminder to not take anything you hear too seriously. We are bullshitting after all, and views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the individual or any other associated parties. All individuals or parties discussed are assumed to be fictional characters. Now that we got that shit out of the way, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Bullshit with Friends, the weekly podcast where me, Jason, and my buddy over here, Christian, sit down and just kind of have a drink, hang out, and talk about various topics that we find interesting or that the world is uh, talking about right now. And We really just bullshit about absolutely everything. Yeah, that's kind of the core concept. It's, there's... There's nothing here that's serious at all. It's just a damn good time. We get really fucked up when we do this, so <laughs> it is what it is. But anyway, we are yacked on yay right now. Kanye, that is. This is a this is an ongoing thing that has only gotten bigger because we, we originally thought about well, we were supposed to record this episode like two and a half weeks ago, but you know, life. And uh, we're pretty happy that we didn't because shit's it, gotten interesting. Yeah, it actually ballooned up. But uh, yeah, tell them what's going on. So I, f- I figured it's best to go like back to the beginning, right? Yeah, the, like the fir- selling, selling records and stronger and <laughs> making that workout music or. Yes. yes. Or when he decided to go all Christian or. Oh, no. Yeah. My introduction to Kanye West. The 2010 VMA Awards, mm, right? Yep, taking Taylor Swift's moment. Oh, what an! Even President Obama called him a jackass, man. Like he literally, there's a video straight up. He's sitting there. He's like, he's a jackass. Um, for those of you who don't know, or are probably way too young to be listening to this podcast, back in 2010, um, Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift winning Best Music Video of the Year, and it's iconic. Taylor. I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. He was harmless, right? Uh, well, not. We should have all saw the wild shit back then. Yeah. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. It, well, anyway, so he goes on to uh, marry Kim Kardashian, right? Yeah, and everybody knows what happens to every man in the Kardashian. No family. one makes it out. No one makes it out. At least not as a man. <laughs> or <laughs> Ray J doesn't count. He he only got in there. He never actually uh, was in the family. That's true. That's I mean, he got in the genes, but not the family. Now, you know, is this him? Is this who he is? Is what's going like? You know, we haven't even gotten into the more recent stuff yet. But or is he like on something? Or I. Uh, no, I'm uh, going to straight up put this on the Kardashians. Well, not 100% I mean, he is way. diagnosed bipolar. Yeah, but uh, let's face it. Let's look at what has happened to every man in the Kardashians' lives. You know, with the exception of Pete Davidson, I mean. But he was only there for a brief little bit, and I think that was more of a joke than anything. <laughs> um but no, seriously, like the Kardashians, man. I, I don't know if you've ever actually watched the show, but I every, never have. Everything around them is just 
shut down just belittled I can't even explain it it is so stupid to watch it's not I don't understand people's fascination I mean, with keeping up with the Kardashians keeping up with Kanye would be fucking interesting especially nowadays yeah well you know he did just get dropped by Easy, or Easy got dropped by by Skechers by, right no who uh Oh fuck! I don't know, dude. He, anyway, easy, easy him. got dropped um, for some pretty nasty anti-Semitic comments that Kanye decided that he was going to say. Uh, oh my god! And it, it wasn't even like a funny joke. Like this dude, he said he was going to DefCon three on Jewish people. Yeah. Anyway, so Skechers took the brighter side, and they decided to make a commercial. And if you haven't seen it, you should look it up. Skechers literally made themselves a commercial on how they will not be picking up Easy as a shoe brand. It is. It has <laughs> oh gotten God. to that point. This shit's pretty funny. So, you know, Kanye over here decides to try to save face, and... After trying to do everything, he decides to get on with Alex Jones. And not only that, but the motherfucker wears, like, pantyhose over his head through the whole entire thing. It's supposed to look like... Like a gimp suit or something. Like some a gimp suit. He has black pantyhose, and it is the two craziest motherfuckers on the internet. And the kicker of this one... He, he he said shit Alex Jones wouldn't say. Dude, he had yeah, no, he and the the best part about that interview was listening to Alex Jones trying like four four to five times to give Kanye an easy out. You know, we hear it in Infowars, you know, we detest Nazis whatever and good old good old Yeezy doubled down with I like Hitler. So that literally is not a joke. That's no. a direct quote from Kanye. And obviously, a lot of the shit we talk about on here is a joke. That that is not. He actually and said that. To get serious for a moment, obviously that's that's awful, right? You know, we got federal agencies warning Jewish people to be aware that they might be attacked because of that. You know, you can't do that without stirring up some controversy now to a days. Yeah, and just think about it. Some of you guys wanted to vote for this motherfucker a year ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, you know, Kanye, yay, Yeezy, or Yadolf, we uh, detest you. You're a piece of shit. He's um, a little too yacked on the A, and he's he's going broke faster than Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. I'll put it that way. But talking about going broke, we're uh, going to bring up Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Oh, my God. It's a little series that Netflix put on about their advertising in the 90s and the lack thereof of disclaimers and people trying to take advantage of easy situations and the reason why we have to have the hot caution sign on the McDonald's coffee cup. It's the... uh the Leonard versus PepsiCo Inc. court case. And so basically, um, Pepsi came up with a associated point system where, like, you Pepsi drink... Pepsi points. Pepsi points. You drink a certain amount of points, uh, Pepsis, and you get points from them, and you can redeem them for prizes. Like hoodies. And anyway, so the whole, the whole gist of this, they put out this commercial, and they're listing off, like, oh, you can get Pepsi sunglasses, you can get a Pepsi shirt. They've got the Pepsi bomber jacket for them greasers growing up in the 90s, but at the end of it, they've got a Harrier jet 
for some crazy amount of Pepsi points. So this commercial airs, and this kid sees the commercial. And he decides, I'm going to do that shit. And by I'm going to do it as in... He sees a jet. A Harrier jet for Pepsi points. Seven million Pepsi points. Does the math, finds out that it would cost him some like $4.3 million to actually buy all the Pepsi. You know, hire the people to do the work, turn in the points. And then Pepsi decides that they're going to let you buy the points for $0.10 a piece. And now this Harrier jet, which, by the way, this commercial had zero disclaimers on, and everything in the commercial was a legitimate offer, according to Pepsi, except for this Harrier jet. So this guy... The man's name is John Leonard, by the way. This guy finds somebody to invest $700,000 to send a check to Pepsi expecting a Harrier jet, which is valued at, what, some... Like, um, what, let's see, it's worth about... Um, Seven or eight million dollars. Oh, something sure. easy something in that ballpark. Probably more. But, anyway, so he, he decides to tell Pepsi that they owe him a Harrier jet. Of course, Pepsi laughs in his face, but uh, he decides to hold fast and bring your Pepsi's response out. Well, he actually did not take them to court first. Pepsi filed a motion, and he was served and sued before he ever brought Pepsi to court. He thought Pepsi would actually give him the money or the Harrier jet, and he didn't even really want the money. This, you got to keep in mind, this is a 20-year-old kid doing this. Yeah. He wanted the damn Harrier jet. Yeah, it, it's a cool thing. But uh, my real question is, what the hell do you do with a Harrier jet? Um, shit, I mean, what, he was 20, 20, 21 at the time? Yeah. Fuck, 20, when I, if I'm 20, 21, I just park that thing on my front lawn and just yeah. let the bitches roll in. And by the right? way, it's legal to own as long as it's demilitarized. But, you know, me personally, I'd, uh, I like to fly. I think it's great. I've actually taken flight lessons. Uh, not very many of them, but have technically flown a plane. And uh, I, I would just love to park the motherfucker in my backyard and take off and go fly. It takes off and lands like a helicopter. Yeah. It's a Harrier jet. He decided that he was going to try to open a business doing promotional events and air shows with this Harrier jet and wrote like an actual business plan for what he was going to do with this jet for his investor when the investor invested. Now, uh, here's the big question. Would you try it? Yeah. I'd give it a shot, too. I, uh... (laughs) Here's where I would have done different. When Pepsi laughed me off, I probably would have laughed with them. Oh, for sure. However, we're... The other way I would have gone different, Pepsi offered to settle with him for a little over a million dollars. After they had already returned the $700,000 check, just for him to keep quiet. Granted, you've got an investor and a lawyer, so you've got some people to pay, but uh, I think I would have taken that money and ran with it. He, on the other hand, wanted the jet. (laughs) Who wouldn't? But uh, long story short... He ended up not getting paid out. They went to court, and 
Pepsi filed a motion first, so they got brought into court in New York City courts. And Pepsi was very, very well supported in the New York City courts, and it was a very strong legal move. If he had gone through and got better legal representation before this case happened, he probably would have ended up with a very, very large sum of money. Oh, yes. I don't think he ever would have actually gotten the jet from Pepsi. No. But he may have ended up with the appropriate amount of money to purchase the jet. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But, But, uh, anyway, you know, those are one of those things that kind of just have you sitting back going, like, what the fuck? And then you really gotta think, like, is this... I, I mean, is this morally all right? Could you yourself actually bring Pepsi or any of these other big companies to court over a commercial? Not even something gone wrong or like, I would say a bait and switch. I'm legitimately just a commercial. Would you do it? Do you think it's wrong? I don't think so. So you're okay with your tax dollars paying for that judge to hear out that case? Because here's the deal. What about if the person that takes them to court can't afford a lawyer and it gets into an actual Mm. civil suit and they have to be appointed a a public defender? And now your tax dollars are paying the judge and the lawyer for somebody that wants to sue McDonald's for having hot coffee. Well, okay. The thing about the thing about that lawsuit there is that it's not as open and shut as everyone thinks, right? By that point, McDonald's was like the way that they had they stored their coffee in the mornings was beyond health codes, beyond OSHA, everything like that. Like when that lady bought it, it was like well over like I want to say hundreds, uh, well over like a hundred something degrees, right? Like it fried her. Well, traditionally, when you make coffee, if you've ever actually pressed coffee, you know that you use boiling water, and boiling water is 200 degrees. Sure. Any person in their right... I have never once in my life picked up a fresh cup of coffee and immediately put it to my lips. I I can't remember... I'm not a 70-year-old man that microwaves their hot coffee. Well, because wasn't she, like, at the time, wasn't she, like... A 60-something-year-old woman? I've never looked into that case, actually. She was an older lady. But it's it's just one of those stupid things that makes you think, did this guy really actually have the grounds to ask Pepsi for that jet? I mean, asking him for it, yeah. But bringing him to court. Yeah, I mean... And you could say he didn't even bring him to court. Pepsi brought themselves to court. True. But anyway, so... We're going to get into... uh, the the what-the-fuck moment of the week. All right, so let's get into this. You want to lead it off? Yeah. I stole your thunder. I'm sorry. (laughs) So this is our ongoing segment that we like to call the the what-the-fuck moment of the week. I call this specific episode the bitch with the weed in Russia. So WNBA star Brittany Griner was caught with a cartridge of hash oil in, in Russia and was arrested and... Um, sentenced to, like, what, 10 years hard labor? I'm not sure, but I I just want to say one thing. Anybody that is dumb enough to go to Russia with drugs, I don't care how small, what kind of drugs it is, what your beliefs are on any kind of drugs, that is just fucking stupid. I agree. 
and you know she was out there playing in a in a Russian professional basketball league like she was still like working technically right mm. this is also somebody who has boycotted our national anthem and the US for civil issues I will give her that but has decided to go live her life in Russia instead of the United States no 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 she was there in her in the WNBA's off season to play for another team because they obviously don't get paid the same amount as like the NBA. Yes, but my point is she decided to temporarily live in Russia. Well, sure. Then instead you, then of staying in the United then States. Then you agree to abide this by was their not rules just and... going over there for a single game, is my point. Well, and you, and, you know, she that's... should have done her research and due diligence and known that. I mean, well, that's the, that's just how it is. You you if you agree to go to another country. You agree to abide by their laws, right? And let's face it, she got caught in an airport. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't, can't bring through. drugs in an airport. Nah, people. Dude, they'll they'll get you. It. Uh, no, you may have heard of people bringing cartridges in airports, like flying from Seattle to Los Angeles, or no, they'll know. vet you a lot more going. From to and from other countries. But anyway, the point I'm getting to at this, the most, the what the fuck moment of this. So she is in Russia, charged for a crime in Russia that is illegal, that is also still federally illegal in the United States. So if she were caught here, she would also be facing consequences for this. And Guaranteed not as severe. Not as severe, but she would still be facing consequences and is still illegal here. And we can get into the ethics of that, you know, later on. Yeah, I, I think we should be legal. We, I'll just you know, say Let's that. just get that but out of the way. We're, right? we're going with some legalities here. Anyway, we decided, not we, a certain person or persons decided that we were going to trade her for a war criminal. An arms dealer, specifically. So we give this arms dealer back to the Russians scot-free for somebody that was prosecuted for something that is actually still illegal here. You put a terrible, terrible man back on the streets for somebody that you would have locked up back at home. Back on the Russian streets, but, you know, still... Well, same, same principle. Let's face it, if you're an arms dealer, you're not just in Russia. No, for sure, no. And, uh, you know, he is probably supplying our enemies. Yeah, this is probably the worst trade since the Seattle, since the Denver Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. Speaking of that, we're going into our sports segment, which we like to call... Sitting on the bench. So... The biggest news in sports right now, well... <laughs> in our neck of the woods, Ooh boy, is the Big Twelve champion, the Kansas State Wildcats, which severely upset TCU. And uh, I got to give a little bit of a backstory. I did a brief stint at Kansas State, so I'm slightly biased, but I do have a uh, stepmother who's a TCU alum. So there's some some tension in the house, and anybody that watched that game would probably have to agree that uh, TCU should have walked away with that win. Oh, sure. They shot themselves in the foot with some stupid mistakes and penalties. They they should have had that game in the bag, and I don't even think 
the Wildcat fans walking into that thought they were going to win that game. Oh, I I did not. I mean, I mean, TCU was undefeated. My at entire family. So my entire family, at least on my dad's side and um, my wife's side of the family, are um, deaf. They are hardcore Emaw Wildcats, right? And so I am. I kind of am by default. And so. Um, even I was, you know, we had family at the game down in Dallas, right? And so we were, we were not, I wasn't convinced, but... Um, they somehow did it. They came in with a good game plan. The defense really stepped up, especially in overtime, with a crucial fourth and goal stop. Like, I... I Probably I, the best football game I've seen all year, professional or college. Oh, it was... If you're a huge sports fan, you should go watch the game, but... I think this brings up a bigger point. TCU walked into this game as the only undefeated team in college football, and they were ranked number Number three. three. They weren't even ranked number one. How can you be undefeated playing Big 12 and SEC schools all season long and walk out number three and teams that have losses are ranked one and two? No idea. Um, but also, I want to highlight um, an incredible performance from TCU quarterback uh, Duggan. Uh, I, he was absolutely incredible, right? I think he had what it was. On, what was the drive? It was like a ninety-something yard drive, mostly on his own. Well, I think it was close to like seventy yards on the ground himself. I mean, which is incredible, unbelievable. Also, uh, K-State running back Deuce Vaughn. Uh, that dude is going to light up any team he's on when he gets drafted, if he chooses to go that route. Um, speaking of the NFL, I think as natives of the KC metro area, we have to address the elephant in the room, and that is the developing lopsided rivalry between one Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of things going on here. I I am drawing a blank, and I can't remember who it was, but there was actually a song written about Joe Burrow. You should listen to it if you haven't. It's pretty funny. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are debatably the two best quarterbacks, two best young quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Oh, for sure. I would almost, as much as Patrick Mahomes is great, throw the flag to Burrow because he's competing with a team that is not on the same caliber as the Kansas City team right now. not at all. However, you know, because the big question is, is, you know, which one's better? Well, personally, I like the guy that's going to get out of the pocket and drop his shoulder into a linebacker instead of slide, so... I'm a Burrow fan. Oh, yeah? Well, um, see, I'm I'm kind of a stat guy. You know what I mean? I'm a... No interceptions thrown, league at, leagues, leading you know, touchdowns accolades, yards. Accolades, you know, the, the bottom line is Patrick Mahomes has an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl championship. He currently leads the league in yards and touchdowns. And he actually has a better TD to INT ratio than Joe Burrow right now. But he can't. Sub- but he, they can't beat Joe Burrow. But I think that's more indicative of Cincinnati's defense 
Well, maybe not even necessarily their defense, but their defensive coordinator. Let's let's face it. Nobody runs a three-man rush against Patrick Mahomes. You give him way too much time. He'll he'll make something happen. But you know what you don't expect? Hmm. A three-man rush against Patrick Mahomes. They never see it coming. Especially with a QB spy. I mean, they picked apart our offense in the first half oh. and did things that we didn't expect and then came out with a totally different defensive scheme in the second half to counteract Andy Reid's adjustments. I think their defensive coordinator has got Andy Reid figured out to a T. But also, the thing about it is, especially like this game and the AFC Championship game a few months ago, it wasn't really so much a good defensive scheme so much as as a stupid mistake by the offense that gave the game away. You know, there's Tyreek bobbling the ball in overtime and leading to an interception, right, in the AFC Championship game. And then in this game, there was Travis Kelsey's fumble. Or we could talk about the fact that our special teams has lost almost every single game against the Bengals that we have played. God damn it, dude. If I, if I mm. Our all-star kicker really, really likes to choke when he's in Cincinnati. I don't know why. That dude cannot hit a set of uprights in that stadium. No, I, Harrison Butker is clutch in any other situation but Cincinnati. Hell, he was the only person who scored any points in Super Bowl 55. <laughs> like, yeah. he's the only one who earned his paycheck that day. I mean, but let's look at real one thing here. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Miami Dolphins haven't seen a decent season since Joe Moreno was there. And there's something happening in Miami that nobody's paying attention to right That's now. That's Dan Marino, by the way. Oh, well, Dan Marino. I don't know what... I can't remember if the Dolphins won or lost, but they walked into this week at 8-3. and three. Yep. 8-3. and three. And they're in the chase for the playoffs when Tom Brady's sitting over here in the Browns and he was 5-6. and six, You mean the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers and in the playoff picture. He's currently leading the division at 500. Like, I think they're 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, well, that's his luck. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy's going to go 8-9 and nine and go to another Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, finishing up with the NFL, we're going we're gonna to bring one up here for all you Kansas City locals and we're going to talk about some other sports. You know, we've got the professional football team. We've got the professional baseball team. We've got MLS. We've got the T-Bones. What we really need, we need a hockey team. I think so, too, because originally we I was asking a question of, like, if a league were to expand here, what would it be? And the NHL is, like, the obvious choice. The NBA really doesn't have a place in Kansas City. We That's- had a team here. You it was have the, to look the Kansas at, City Kings. You have to look at Kansas City's basketball following, though. It's all college basketball. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we have the Big 12 it, championship. College basketball is better than professional basketball anyway. But we host tournament here every year. You know, there's no no need for an NBA team. We really need those guys on the ice. You yeah. Know, out there just annihilating each other and... Showing some real entertainment. God, hockey's a fun-ass sport, whether you're watching it on TV or, like, in person, dude. Going to hockey games is fun as fuck, dude. Hockey is that sport that you don't even have to understand to enjoy. It's just fun to watch. It, it's it physical. Is. It's dramatic. 
the atmosphere is fun. Like, it's absolutely brutal. Yeah, that's that's not for the faint-hearted. Speaking of being on thin ice. Yeah, it is that time of year. The holidays are coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We're, uh... And whether or not that means happiness or dread for you, we're here to talk about it. Whether you call it Happy Holidays or Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa, whatever you decide to call your holidays, it's here. And we don't really understand why... All this political correctness is going on around the holidays. Why do you have to adhere to everybody else this time of year? Well, I mean, I guess I don't really have a problem. Like, no matter what, like, whatever you believe. If As you, a white Christian man, you don't have a problem with Christmas? I'm not a Christian. I'm an atheist. So, my, my if somebody takes the time out of their day to say Merry Christmas to me or Happy Hanukkah or whatever, you know, I'll say it back. That's my point. You know. I don't understand why we I think, have to call it the holidays. Well, because I think I think that's just more of... I mean, to, I guess in for a practical thing, it's just more of a time saver, really. You know, you're just like, happy holidays. So that way you just cover them all, right? But, you know, again, I feel like it's a little more personal. If you, you know, hey, Merry Christmas, man. Or, you know, Happy Hanukkah. You happy know. New Year. Well, I mean, everybody says Happy New Year. Except the Chinese. Yeah. That's fair. And the North Koreans. But, uh... That's topic for later days. Yes. Yes. We, will get, we will get to Kimmy. I, Don't I worry. really believe, you know, the holidays, if we want to call it that, the Christian holidays, the ones that are really widely celebrated in the U.S. The appropriated pagan holidays. Are all based off of religion. Yes. And why, if we have this separation of church and state, is this so driven in our country? Why Why do we get Christmas off every year? <laughs> why do we have to go to the fucking store and spend thousands of dollars on other people that most of the people out there buying gifts truly would not buy these gifts unless there was the holidays? Brother, that's what keeps the economy going. That's all it is. It's a Not, capitalistic venture. It's a capitalistic trap, man. Doesn't keep my economy going. No, no. I mean, obviously, it it makes it leaves everybody flat broke. But uh, peace on earth and goodwill towards men, right? Yeah, it's also a lot of people's time to purge. I mean, that's true. You're getting rid of the old things and in with the new, and I think that's a big part of the problem today you know it's everything is so driven to be right and to be perfect and to be kosher with everybody you know the holidays really should be more about just family if you really believe in any of the spiritual holidays around this time of year they all really just revolve around being with your family I just can't stand the fucking music dude I love Christmas music. You would. I play that shit all the time. You're from the north. You're about as close to Santa as one could be. Yeah, that's the other thing. We don't even get a white Christmas down here. That's bullshit. We do sometimes, every once in a while. Yeah, we get an ice Christmas. We had a white Christmas a while ago. It was like a snowstorm. You weren't. You definitely didn't live here. I moved here. What? No, 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 no. It was even before that. Uh. Um, Because you moved here, what, 13, 2013? 
Yeah. And no, this was like September 2013. You see, this was back in like '09, right? This was way back. So it was it, no, it was like we we usually um, drive out to my aunt's house for like Christmas dinner, and we could barely make it out that year. Like, I mean, it took us an hour. It's usually about like a 25, 35 minute trip. That's the best point of Christmas. You don't leave your house. There's a bunch of good food in the stove. Good food, good drinks. You go outside, go roll in the snow. My mom gets the mimosas going on Christmas. It's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know how entertaining it is to get high and go roll in the snow? Oh. <laughs> I don't even get that down here. Uh, just go, just go like, look at the, the snow, like, on the trees and stuff, man. But, you know. But really, like, why do we actually get those days off of work? I mean... We've got this separation of church and state going on, and they're trying to pry all of that out of everything right now, which I agree. But we get Easter. We get Christmas. We get... I mean, we get Juneteenth. We get good... I mean, if you believe in it, you get Good Friday. Some some people... I don't believe in Juneteenth. I mean... Topic for another time, probably. Not not what it means. I just I didn't get that day off of work. I did. Um, but we again, that's a topic for another time because I believe you know, I believe in what it represents for sure. What that religion runs the world? No, I meant Juneteenth. That's not a religious holiday. No, but. All of the other holidays we talked about were religious based with the exception of Oh, I thought New we were just I thought we were just rattling off federal holidays. Uh, <laughs> but um anyway, I'm trying to think of others. I can't come up with any Well anyway, what's uh We hit the main ones. So getting back on the government government train here, there's there's a lot of things that are wrong with our government. <laughs> Tons of things, but... uh, Don't trust it, kids. You know, if you had to change one thing about our government, what would you do? A law, uh, Hmm. an order? I mean, if you could change one thing to do with our governing body here. I think... uh, You see, that's a really tough one. Because I think there's a lot of things that would make this place a lot better. But I think the main one for me, the one that I can think of right off the top of my head, is I would abolish the IRS. Really? Uh, get rid of them. How do you plan on collecting taxes? Fuck them. Nobody pays taxes anymore. How do you plan on supporting government? The government. See, the government shouldn't even be a factor in your daily life. Okay, as much as I want to agree with that. Like, it shouldn't. Let's face it, if... There were no governing body over people. We would be living in the Wild West days. I mean, come on. That's not so bad, but, you know, all you snowflakes aren't going to make it. And that's not a political joke. Here we go. (laughs) That has nothing to do with politicalness. All, All the people that can't step up to the plate and perform when the time is needed would be by the wayside you don't want a government and you can't even change your own car battery 
I can change my car battery. Now. I mean, you you taught me how to change my car battery, and I thank you for that. I should have just taken it to a shop. It probably would have been a lot more uh, personable. Anyway. Yeah, they actually do it for free at every place you can buy a battery. And you did it for free, and we got to hang out. So. Well, I didn't do it for free. Your wife made me buy. That's true. She did, didn't she? Yep. There's a blueberry pie, too. You even remember the... the wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I don't get blueberry very often. <laughs> Oh my god, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, the same question to you. Like, what would you change? I I would probably have to change how we elect our officials and how long they can be in office. I do not want to see the corporate heads of America, the 1% in office. I want to see the common man in office. I don't mean that I want to see trailer trash Becky and her husband Ronnie up there in the White House, I want to see an everyday educated person whose agenda is not anything politically affiliated other than making this world a better place to live in. We need The Rock. I would totally vote for The Rock. We need The Rock, man. But also, I I get rid of those term limits, man. You've got people out here that... You say you get rid of them? Or... Institute them. Institute stronger. I was about to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, make the Rock president for life, Jesus. You got people out here that have been sitting in Congress since their forties. Oh my God! And here's the thing about Congress: you're in it for life. You vote with your peers when you decide that you guys want to raise. You don't even put it up to the population. You you vote amongst yourselves that you're going to give yourselves a raise. And solely control our budget. And everything about our lives, we're supposed to have these checks and balances in place, and I don't think they work. They may have used to, but I think the integrity of people was stronger. Now you've got people that literally, they're only in politics make money. How many politicians do you think actually show up to at least 85% of the votes they're supposed to vote in? Oh, like I can't even put a number on it. I would say maybe like ballpark 52, 54% of them show up. So most of your people that are running this country wouldn't even be receiving a passing grade in school. They can't show up to the test. Let's put this let's put it this way. If I didn't show up to my job 48% of the time, I'd be fired. Yeah. I'd be fired straight up. Not making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year of taxpayer money and funding your private extravaganzas. Not having to, you know... Taxpayer money. Only work I have to do is this fucking gala with all the people who have already donated to me and agree with me. And let's face it. Very few of the politicians that are out there actually ever write any type of legislature. So most of them don't do anything except for vote. And most of them are paid or told to vote a certain way. And they do. And that happens on both sides of the line. Yep. There's no no segregation there. Greed does not discriminate. And that's the problem. Doesn't have a political party. I also don't believe that our elected officials should be able to take a wage. Oh, I agree. I mean, you it's it's funny because you call yourself a public servant and you know, you get paid, you know. Yeah, what what are you really doing for me as a congressman? I mean, 
and I'm coming from a person who I have a newly elected, by the way, female congressman family member up in one of the northern districts in Minnesota. Oh, no shit. Yep. And I back her 100% of the way because she actually believes in trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. But she knows her political career will not be long-lasted if she tries to go anywhere else besides St. Louis County in Minnesota. Right. Right. That's crazy. You know, and it's a lot of... It's almost all money. That's the thing. Yeah. She... Granted, also, the only reason she could do this is because well-off and could actually support an advertising campaign. And also, props to her, Natalie Zaleznikar, Mm -hmm. ran an advertising campaign that did not bash her opponents. Instead, said what she would do different. And I think that's what's lacking. It used to be that these that debates would be these two people going up and debating policy and talking about how they would make change and then shaking hands at the end. You know, we've even lost that, you know. Yeah, but, you know, as, as we like to say, you can't make sugar out of bullshit. You can sit there and talk about it all day, but when it comes down to it, if you were full of shit, you're not going to get the sweet finish. Absolutely. You might get elected, you might do this, but history tells all. That's that's really where we're kind of going with this one, is history will tell you what happens. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's about going to do it for this episode, but next time we're going to have um, a talk about religion, another controversial episode, and about how all religions have the same story with different names. So... Is there a religion that's really wrong? Or has this just been retold by multiple people and we've been around a lot longer than we think? Are we all fighting over nothing? Anyway, real quick before we close out, I want to say a huge thank you to my good friends Dom and Aaron for their feedback on the last episode that we put out. It's been really fun getting to, you know, hear from people that have listened to the episodes and hear what they think and you know, hopefully make this podcast better for you guys, the listeners. So with that, we're going to close out the show. And remember, you can't make sugar out of bullshit. We'll see you next time. Another reminder that Bullshit with Friends is purely for entertainment purposes. Views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the individuals involved or any of their associated parties. Any individuals or associated parties discussed are assumed to be fictional characters. Any individuals or parties accused of a crime are innocent until proven guilty. Try not to take it too seriously. It's just bullshit after all.